Welcome. We're so glad you've taken this opportunity to grow your faith by listening to this teaching. At CLC, it is our heart to see every believer equipped to fulfill the plan that God has for your life. For more information about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. Now let's hear some faith-building teaching from Pastor Ann Ukinen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can uh, turn with me to 1 Corinthians uh, 2. I was like, when Pastor Gwen started this morning, I was like, oh, I wonder. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. God is so good. Yes. This is all nonsense, but he is still on the throne. So, yeah, hallelujah. So. So I'm not getting off the rock when I have to wear a mask. I'm not getting off the rock when I'm worship, uh, singing outside in, in the rain. I'm not getting off the rock when I have to shop with the, you know my mask on and use hand sanitizer all the time and wash hands. And although that's been a blessing, because you know I, I don't think having a child wash their hands more is a bad thing. So <laughs> um, I've had to like like I I was really against hand sanitizer, but then I was like, well, it takes way less l time doing that and way less paper towel to do hand sanitizer. So so I did that, you know, and. I usually, uh, during the winter months, I had to, I have to use lotion uh, pre-COVID. And so I wasn't, you know, wasn't using sanitizer, wasn't washing as much, but I would have to use lotion a lot throughout the winter months and through the cold season. I had to use lotion one day. This, uh, like, this is like a miracle of God that, you know, I didn't, didn't bother me. Praise the Lord. Nothing can, I, and you know what? I think next winter is going to be different too. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't need to have dry, cracked hands. Hallelujah. So we're in uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, and I'm just going to go um, to verse 7. There's God's way, and there's the other way. And so we always want to be in God's way doing it his way, staying on that rock, not being moved, not being shaken. We see a lot of the reasons we see what we see in the world today, if you turn on the news for more, like a minute, is, is shaking. That's what it is. It's just people being shaken. And then when people are shaken, they do weird stuff. And they do dumb junk and, and we see it all there and fold. And then so just turn it off. Hallelujah. But in 1 Corinthians 2 and 7, it says, But rather we are setting forth, uh, what we are setting forth is a wisdom of God, once hidden from the human understanding, now revealed to us. The wisdom of God is revealed to us how to do things. There's the world's way of how to do things. Their way is a mask. Their way is to wash hands. Their way is to sanitize. Our way is to just be healed and to just walk through and not let sickness touch us and come upon us. Sickness can't be in our body. We're new creatures. We're of God. Sickness can't come in us or on us. 
I'm set in that. That's, I'm solid in that in the rock. And symptoms just have to go. Amen. So, now revealed to us by God, that wisdom which God devised and decreed before the ages of our glorification to lift us into the glory of his presence that we experience this morning, that you can experience as you drive home, that you can experience in your workplace, even when things are going around you nuts. I had a, a time when there was like a family thing and, and it was going wild and I experienced this tangibly and I remember it going like, I am here, but I am not here. And I'm glad that God is with me, comforting me. <laughs> and <laughs> none of the rulers of this age or this world perceive and recognize and understand this, for they never would have crucified the Lord of glory. They never would have said that we can't gather and worship. They don't understand. And they're making decisions based on their understanding, which isn't very much when you think of the wisdom of God and all his good things that he's revealing to us. But we can pray for them. We can pray that they can, can get born again and, be, and it can be revealed to them too. It's not like a wisdom that just, you know, not f is just for us only. No, more people can learn it. More people can do it. The world, like, has their ways of doing things. I'm a teacher. I recognized at it from a very young age that I was a teacher. I enjoyed doing it. I had a gifting for it. And I loved to be with children. So I was doing Sunday school. I was babysitting. I was helping out at school when I was in grade six and seven, helping out the younger kids. That was, that was my calling. That was my passion to do that. I loved doing that. I obviously still love doing it. It's, it's fun. It's my zone. It's, I like it. And, uh, and so, but I couldn't, I couldn't just, you know, go be a teacher after I was finished high school. There was training involved. I had to learn. I had to, go to, I had to go to school to learn, and I had to get certified to do what I need to do. And I'm certified in that. And I, that's my lane, but I would not consider going, like, to Pastor Neil's job tomorrow and trying out what he does. I would fail miserably. I, I, I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> he enjoys it. He enjoys the order of it. And he's really good with the math. And I, I would go there and I'd be like, I don't know what, what's going on with this. But he also had training. He has certification. He has things that says, you can do that. Amen. We and so there's these access of knowledge. You could, you could decide you wanted to change your career tomorrow, but you would have to go and do some stuff first and learn first before you go do it. Now, the great thing about being born into this kingdom is we have access to God's wisdom to help us. And it's not limited, oh, that knowledge is just for that person. No, we have access to it all. And we have access to his ways of thinking and his ways of doing. And I want to do it his way because it's so much better. You will have success doing it his way. We see how the world is because of how the world's way of doing things. But there's going to come a day when the world's not involved and it's going to be so much better. Until then, we can still be happy here. 
we can still live victorious here, no matter what a government chooses to do. No matter what a government decides to say, we can still follow the Lord. So they didn't understand, but, you know, if they did, didn't understand, they would have, if they did understand, they would have not crucified Jesus because they're like, he's God. Why would we want to do that? But they didn't get that. They didn't get that. Hopefully some of them got it after the fact. But on the, but on the contrary, as the scripture says, what eye has not seen, what ear has not hear, and what has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared made and keeps ready for those who love him. He's keeping it ready for when you're ready to take it. It's there ready. He's had a lot of time to think about what he's getting ready for you. He's, he's preparing. He's prepared a party for when we go see him in heaven. He's prepared a place there, but he has things prepared for us here and now at ready for you when you're ready to take it. When you're ready. It's not, it's not, okay, just wait a second. When I'm ready, I'll let you know, and then you can come get it. He's not in preparation mode. It's ready. He's made it ready. It's ready for you. God has prepared. He's already prepared. He's made and he's keeping it ready. It's like keeping the dinner hot on the stove for when you finally come home. You could have come home earlier. But you went out shopping or something. But there it is, ready for you. So you could have come earlier. Hmm. For those who love him, hold him in affection, reverence, promptly obeying him, and gratefully recognizing the benefits that he has bestowed. There's benefits for you. You, should, we get, you need to get to know them. Benefits are good for you. They, they help you. They keep you steady and solid and on the rock and, uh, and unmovable, unshakable. When crazy stuff happens, and crazy stuff will and does happen. Right. It does happen. It happens to everyone. Where did that come from? Well, crazy stuff. People said that all the time. Where did that come from? How did that happen? Yeah. It happens. Right. People are people. You've probably been that. How did that happen to someone else? But, you know, praise God for the blood of Jesus. But God has revealed these things to us. He's gotten them ready. He's getting them ready, but he's showing us them. He's, yeah, God has revealed, unveiled and revealed them. And through his Holy Spirit, uh, uh, it searches diligently. And this is the Holy Spirit. Searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even the sounding and the profound bottomless things of God. So we got the Holy Spirit, always the search engine. So now when you go on the internet and search for something, you're going to have a little bit of different time than you did like when the internet first came out. Like now when I search for like, you know, recipes for lemon chicken. You get a lot of recipes, recipes for this or, you know, other things. There's a lot of things on the internet and there's a lot out there. And so you type in your search bar and now, you know, that's all 
well and good because they have been searching what you're doing on your internet and so they're going to give you the things that they think you want and but there's a lot more out there hmm. <laughs> but you're searching and then up comes what you search for you know I want this and then they, it brings it up from everywhere that's on the internet so if it's not posted on the internet it's not going to come up so it's there but we have the Holy Spirit that's like this search engine that's searching all the things of God and searching for you all the things of God, which is so much more better than like a lemon chicken recipe or a lemon, a lemon, a lemon potatoes. It's like everything more that you need. Like, you know, lemon potatoes are good, but, you know, the things of God, there's so much out there that you can possibly know. And he's going to not bring the thing that's tailored to you that computer programs have decided that you need, but he's going to bring exactly what you need to you. He's continuing, he's searching diligently, exploring, examining everything and everything and sounding the profound and bottomless things of God and sounding it, making it known to you the right thing. I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. That's impossible when we have access to the Holy Spirit. We have his power living on the inside of us. We have his wisdom with us always. Holy Spirit, you're with me. I know because you're with me and you're going to show me what to do. You're going to show me what to say. I'm going to know what to do. Because you're searching the things of God and telling what I need. Hallelujah. The divine, oh, and I'm just, I'm just going to read that again. It's, and it says, the divine counsels of the hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. Beyond what man can see. The Holy Spirit sees and makes it known to us. That's so exciting. How can we possibly not know what to do? A believer knows what to do. A believer who has the Holy Spirit in them knows what to do because the Holy Spirit's there. The Holy Spirit's speaking. The Holy Spirit knows everything of God, and he's going to get you tailor, tailor things to you so that you'll know what to do, know where to go, what to say, who to speak to, what's your job, What's, where you should live, what you should be doing, everything. For what person perceives and knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts? Yet yeah, no one knows what you're thinking but you. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even know what you're thinking. <laughs> or like, what, <laughs> what was that? And it passes through a man's except a man's own spirit within him. We can get in tune to the spirit. And let our mind be in tune with his thoughts, his ideas, his wisdom. It would be better than our own. It would be way better. The man, the, the God who created, our God who created the heavens and the earth and had this whole plan come out. And then we read only part of it here. We hear God, we read God's word, but there's other like people in the pot all through life here. But things are happening all the time. And, and God is talking to people. He's talking to people on the other side of the world right now. Yeah. He's talking to everybody. And he's, he's organized. Yeah. 
He knows what's going on. So you can know what's going on too because he can tell you. So our spirit can know our thoughts a little bit more than we can. And we can say, Holy Spirit, you know, what I'm thinking here, can you help me? And we know when we ask, he gives. And when we knock, we say, you know, like, show me how to think about this. We can think differently. I think differently because I'm in a classroom. I think different. I think about, like, uh, the children and their growth and what's going to happen, what's going to happen next, how are they going to learn, what, like, you know, where are they in the stages of reading and writing, and what can I do next to help, you know, a few different people that are at different places. And so I have different thoughts, and I think differently, and I'm thinking, you know, to go in a certain direction with those children. There's things that Pastor Neil's thinking about, like holes that need to be plugged by numbers, and things like that, and different puzzles in the realm of finance and building, and that kind of thing. I just think about when we went on a cruise ship, we got a tour, and this man, that the chef for the whole ship, had to order and make menus for the whole ship, like thousands of people. Can you imagine? And, you know, like, and not let food rot, and also have enough so people wouldn't starve. I was just over, I was just like, whoa, that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And praise God he knows what he's doing in the job that he's in. Because I was on that ship and, you know, usually there's way more food on a cruise ship than you need. So anyway, but, <laughs> but it's there and he, know, and he knew what to order. He says, like, you know, like when, it, when he says, you know, like he has wisdom that he's gained because like, you know, he has experience. He's got, you know, like if we have a lot of kids on the ship, you know, I'm not going to order a lot of steak. I'm going to order a lot of hot dogs and fries and pizza and this kind of thing. So he looks at the manifest and the ages and thinks about what he's going to order. But wow. Yeah. But that's in his own strength. Yeah. When you do things in your own strength of your mind, there's lots of things that people can do. But imagine when the Holy Spirit's wisdom is involved. It brings it to a higher level it brings it to better places and like the right thing the exact right thing like like Apollo 13 if you've seen that movie these engineers are like how can we build a filter with the stuff that's already up on the ship like really they did it. I'm like, and they made it work. Like they, they were like, they needed like this filter on the ship. There was a problem and they solved it and they, and they knew what was on the ship and they, and they worked it all out. Whoa, ho mind blown that that can happen, but you can shine where you are just like that. You've got the Holy spirit with God ideas. I'd rather go with a God idea than one that I thought up on my own. It's going to be spectacular. It's going to be good. It's, it's the best think tank. You and God, you and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit. We're in verse 12 here. Who is from God given to us. 
that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts. I just want to hear myself again. (laughs) That we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed upon us by God. He's not given us just a little, oh, here's just a little sliver of wisdom. No, he's opened it up, the whole thing, beyond the internet. And he's the search engine, searching all the things of God, getting exactly the wisdom that you need. The, exactly the thing that will be exactly right for that right moment. Isn't that amazing? That's so amazing. That this is our God. That we don't have to bumble around. We can be solid and place knowing that he's got it. He's searching. And he's like, here you go. Here you go. Just like, you know, I really love those little sucky up things from Costco where they would put the checks in and the cash in and then it would go up and it went somewhere. I didn't know where it went, but I thought it was really cool. I'm like, whoo, there it goes. Just like, and there it goes to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and quicker than that sucky thing, but that thing was cool. <laughs> going to you. It's going to you. And we are setting these, these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit. And so there's some things that the world had to teach me about being a teacher, and there's some things that I have to do, but some of it God has shown me. And God has helped me. And I'll make decisions and I'll be like, whoa, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm glad you did that. You know, you helped me. Like, do this. Okay. That's easy. And I did it. And you're like, oh, I'm glad I just did that. Like, you know, and I'll be two weeks later. Oh, yeah, thanks, Holy Spirit. He knows two, two weeks in advance. He knows a month in advance, a year in advance. He knows. So he's going to tell me, and when you, you're just like, do this. That's how he talks to me. Oh, just do this. Oh, okay. I can do that. That's easy. And I'm really happy I did that. (laughs) It doesn't have to be hard. You know, there's a do this. Don't talk yourself out of them. Don't talk yourself out. When, oh, do this. He's trying to get his wisdom to you. He's trying oh so hard. <laughs> he's, he's got it there. It's like, you know, constant. And then you're like, you know, please grasp that. Please grasp that. Oh, didn't grasp that. It's, you know, you know, he'll and he'll keep on giving it, right? You know, but let's just like let not let's just not let it like, you know, whoop right by us. But you know, grasped onto it. Okay, I'll do that. Sure, God, that's easy. He's so good. Hallelujah. Combining and interpreting spiritual truth with spiritual language to those who possess the Holy Spirit. And so sometimes, oh, let's go into that. We'll just read uh, verse 14. But the natural and non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the, the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God, for they are folly and meaningless and nonsense to him. So I'm just going to go jump back up to verse 13. Because one of the things we do 
is he reveals stuff to us and then we share with someone who is a natural man who doesn't have the Holy Spirit and we share, hey, you know what? Hey, look at this. The, the Holy Spirit showed me this. Or maybe you even just say, oh, I think I, uh, you know, I'm going to go do this. You didn't even attack on. The Holy Spirit showed me and told me this instruction and I'm going to go do that. You said, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, are you sure you should? Oh, that doesn't sound good. What is the word here? That sounds meaningless and nonsense. Why would you do something like that? <laughs> why would you share with someone like that? Why? Why, 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 why? Don't. Share with the right ones. Exactly. Share with those trusted people that you know have heard the Holy Spirit accurately before. Not the ones that hear something, but it's, ooh, some other spirit. <laughs> some ghosty, crazy, floaty spirit. If it's not settled and on the rock, oh, it's not the spirit you want to talk to. Hallelujah. <laughs> but why are we talking to people about these things? Now, Pastor Gwen's been, been invited, and doors have been opened, and there's more doors. Like, I don't think this is, this is the end to doors being opened. Like, I think there's more coming. But she's been able to speak at different meetings and have a voice there. But she's going to use wisdom in doing that. We're not going to sound fruity, flaky, or nuts. The Holy Spirit shows us how to tell. Yeah. She's not, you know, I sense in my spirit. She's not going to use that language with them because they would go, what is going on? Like, what? You sense in what? 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 I'm like, they want brainy stuff. And they want wisdom. And they need God's wisdom. But sometimes we need to sneak it in. <laughs> because they don't understand. Because the... It's meaningless and nonsense to them. And so we want to put it in a way that they'll grasp and understand to the best of their ability so that we can, bless God, help this, this, this province. Because, you know, bless God, we need to, you know. You know, there's freedom available to everyone. And we can walk in it in greater degrees. And we need our government to be able to be open to that freedom that's, uh, that's offered to them as well. <sighs> He's incapable of knowing them. He's in they're incapable. I'm just going to go back up and read that again. But the, spiritual, uh, the, but the natural non-spiritual man does not accept or welcome or admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelation of the Spirit of God. We want to get it not just in our head, but in our, in our heart, in our, in our right er, in the center of us, in our heart. Because when it's written in our heart, the things of God, it can't be taken out, can't be taken away. We act differently. We operate differently. And, and we understand things to a greater capacity of how God wants us to. And so... The, so they're falling and meaningless to this, this natural guy, and he is incapable of knowing them. He's incapable of knowing you. You could really put that in there. We have friends 
I don't know if we should, we need another word for friend that's not a believer in our life, that's kind of a friend, because they're not. They're acquaintances. They're people who know you. They know you, but they don't really know you. They don't. <laughs> and we want to, like, somehow we feel obligated to listen to them. Like, and the longer you know someone, the more obligated you feel to listen to them. Cut that off right now. <laughs> and you know what? The person that led you to the Lord is not your boss. I'm just going to leave that out there. In internet land, in here in your mind, just to be thinking about that. Let's just go. Uh, let's just go down that road. Just let's go that down that bunny trail a little bit. They're they're not the boss of you. God, you're God's child. You're God's child, and you gotta run your race. Go run. And sometimes people can operate and do things and they're anointed for a task but but that's it some people were anointed for the task to get someone born again and then that's it that's it and then it's time to get those relationships the godly relationships the one that the holy spirit was searching through of all of god's stuff which is lots to get the right people in your circle. And it might not be who you think it is. So you can prayerfully think about that. And chances are you've had a uh for some time and you just haven't dealt with it. But that's because they don't understand and you don't want to deal with the pain. And... It's just, you know what it is? It's just long, long pain that you're riding. You're riding the pain train. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, it's, it's kind of like, it's a good, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm not adding sugar with it. But you know what? It's, it's for, good for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, that was a good bunny trail. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go back here. And in verse 13, hallelujah. And we are setting these, truth for, for these truths forth in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Spirit. We're taught by the Holy Spirit. I'm speaking these words, but the Holy Spirit is working in you to get that wisdom, obtain those things and, and, and know what to do and like, and put things in like, like, you know, like file, like he's like filing everything. Okay. Priority. He's showing you, he's showing you, showing you. Combining and interpreting spiritual truths with spiritual language to those possessing the Holy Spirit. So there's things that we're going to talk about as a, as a people, as a body, that other people won't understand. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. There's, you know what? There's a lot of wisdom that God has out there. And you don't know it all. And other people don't know it all. 
And chances are some of it might overlap and some of it might not. That's okay. That's all right. We don't have to worry about what they're thinking that's wrong. Let's just focus on what's right. We can do that. So, hallelujah. So this, this natural guy, he's incapable of knowing and be, uh, because he's, they can't spiritually discern and estimate, uh, estimate and appreciate it. They can't do this. And that's okay. That's all right because you know what they need? To be saved. That's what they need. And so I think a lot of the world is, is hating Christians right now because we skipped the part of the getting saved part and started treating them like they know something that they don't. And we skip this part, and that's the most important part. That's like step one, like in the instruction manual, that if you don't, if you don't do that, the thing's going to fall apart. So that's okay. That's all right. We can just share with them the gospel. One day they can appreciate these things. They just have to say yes to Jesus first. But the spiritual man, so that's was talking about them, people that aren't saved, that haven't asked, accepted Jesus yet. But here, the spiritual man. Are you the spiritual man? Yes. yes, you are. You've accepted Jesus. This is you. Filled with Holy Spirit. Tries all things. He examines, investigates, inquires into, questions, and discerns all things. Not to figure out if it's wrong. No. No, to learn, like to gain that wisdom. You know, we're learning more, but we're like, you know, we're not learning so that we can reject. We're learning, we're learning more so that we can learn more. You know, and not incorporate it into what we think we know, and then change it so that it fix, fits with what we think, but to have our mind renewed every day, to have our mind washed by the word, so that we're thinking right, and thinking the right thing. And he's helping us because we got the Holy Spirit. Because the spiritual man, it's not our mind, it's not our brain, but it's our spirit that's trying all these things, that's examining, going, hmm, God, what do you think about this, God? Hmm, that's so interesting. I would have just, you know, the disciples, they were like asking God things. And they, you know, and we got to, we got to read and, and see when they really were like, whoa, where did that come, left field? Peter, whoa, you know, whoa. But it's an opportunity to go, hey, wait a second, that's not right. Here, let me just heal this ear, and then we'll get some correction, and then we'll think better. That's okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We all had that moment. We didn't, I'm, I'm sure none of you cut off a ear, but, you know, maybe with the wrong word. <laughs> But God is good, and he forgives, and other people forgive. All right. So, yet himself is to be put on trial and judged by no one. And so here's where another trouble we get into is they hurt me. They did this mean thing to me. They judged me. You're judging me. And that's, isn't that what the world is all looking at? Oh, you're judging me. Oh, you don't know judged till you've been judged at the end. And we're not, you know what? They can't pass sentence on you. 
They can think what they're going to think. And we get so hurt by what people think. But God told us that they don't understand you. God told us that they don't understand the things of God. Why are we getting hurt? Come on. Why? They're just, they don't understand. I don't get mad at, at my students. Well, sometimes I get a little frustrated, but, you know, I'm just, as a, as a time for the whole, like, you know, Holy Spirit help, fruit of the Spirit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can help me. I wouldn't get angry if they did something wrong. I'm, they're learning. Why would I? That wouldn't help them. Oh, you did this wrong. How many times have I told you? I don't respond that way. Neither should we respond to being hurt. Like, we take it so to heart. But when they don't know God's love, how can, how can you expect them to show God's love to you when they don't have it? How can you expect them to show the forgive, God's forgiveness if they haven't received it yet? They hurt people. I mean, I've hurt people. I think I'm not alone in this room. God, you know, I'm, I'm forgiven. Bless God and praise Jesus that he can help them to be, to be healed and everything to be okay. And sometimes that's our choice. Yeah, well, not sometimes. It's our choice. How hard, but it's our choice to how, be, how hurt we are by someone who is not a believer. They can be one day. They can be in a moment. They can be tomorrow. Maybe next week. Maybe they'll think differently later. But now we can have our thinking right about situations and how people are and how the politicians are and what they're speaking on then. They don't know. What can we do? We can pray and get God's wisdom for what we can do. We can pray for Pastor Gwen. God's wisdom going for those people. This Wednesday, another meeting. You know, typing up plans, giving it to them. And you know, sometimes they don't have a plan, and they need a plan. And you can give a plan. And bless God, it can be a better plan than what they thought up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But the spiritual man tries all things, examines, investigates, inquires, questions. Learning is, it should be, is a fun process. You know, when we talk about learning at school, there's, they get so excited about learning about plants and things like that. We can be so excited about learning about God, too. It's got, like, like that search engine, the Holy Spirit bringing stuff to us. Woohoo! What's is he, what is he going to bring this afternoon to you? I've been meditating about things and relationships and bingo, you get something. Woohoo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For who has known, and I love that, that people quote this and they do quote like in the, um, in the King James Version. No one knows what God's thinking. No one can understand him. Let's read what it says. For who has known or understood the mind, the counsel and purposes of the Lord, as to guide and instruct him and, 
instruct him and give him knowledge. Who? But we. We have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. You have the mind of Christ. You listening have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ. And then let's just jump back up and then think about this again. For who? Me. You. Who has understood the mind? You understand the mind of the Lord. And to instruct and guide you and, 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 give, uh, and give knowledge to you. Yay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart. People are going to hurt us. People are going to do things. But when we know differently and we think differently, we can better interact with people. Because if you can instead of getting hurt when someone who is an unbeliever, who doesn't know the things of God, is all of who they are, you can be all of who you are. And you can be all of who you are in that situation. So we want to think and not react to what's going on in the world so that we're ready to respond to the hurting world and not just have that mind of Christ, but do and hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart in that person, in that situation. That you know what? Only you can do. Because you're the one that's there. Because you're God's representative there. And this is a good thing. This is a great thing. This is a wonderful thing. We're going to receive communion this morning. And, uh, and I just, before we receive communion, I want to, you, you can, uh, you could, I don't know. You could, we're going to go to Luke 24 for a little bit. Because we're remembering Jesus. We're remembering what he did. And anytime you do this, do this in remembrance of him. Remembering him. Isn't it wonderful to remember him? There's just so much more when we remember him. And in Luke 24 and 26... So what happened? Jesus did what he did. He died on the cross. He rose again. And everyone's in a state. And God meets these two on the other road. They're walking on the road to Emmaus. Thank you, dear. And they're having a discussion. They, met, they meet this guy. They don't know who he is. But they're talking. And it's like he's lived under a rock because he didn't know what was going on. But Jesus was just trying to elicit from them what, they, what their thoughts on the situation and what had happened. And Jesus is speaking. Was it not, in verse 26, was it not necessary 
and fitting, entire, essentially fitting, that Christ the Messiah should suffer all these things before entering into his glory, his majesty and splendor. Then, in the beginning with Moses and throughout the prophets, he went on explaining and interpreting to them all the scriptures and things concerning and referencing to himself. That must have been a discussion. Hallelujah. So exciting. And, and they drew near to a village which they were going, and he acted as if he would go further, Jesus saying, oh, I'm just going to keep on going. But they urged and insisted, saying to him, remain with us, for it's almost, it's like evening. Come on, spend the night. And so he went to stay with them. And it occurred that as he reclined at the table with them, he took a loaf of bread and praised God and gave thanks and asked a blessing and then broke it and it was given to them. We talk about God's broken body for our healing, but his broken body is there for his broken word, for understanding, for you. Not just the saving of your soul, the sweet by and by you'll go to heaven but you can know him today and every day and have him expound his wisdom to you every day so that you know what to do that broken bread for our understanding him his word being broken in our lives you know like those emergency lights that you shake and then you break it and then the light comes on. It's like we're breaking it and that light comes on for every situation that you need. That his word is broken for you. Not broken in a way that it's broken and can't be fixed, but broken so you can be fixed. When their eyes were instantly opened, they clearly recognized him. Clearly recognized who Jesus was. We can clearly recognize him when he's speaking to us. Shalene, you can come on up now. We can clearly recognize him, his wisdom, the Holy Spirit speaking to us, breaking forth his word in our life. And doing what he said he would do for us. And they said to one another, Were not our hearts greatly moved and burning within us while he was talking with us on the road? And he opened up and explained the senses of the scripture. And they got up and they ran. They were so happy that Jesus was there. Jesus is with you. He, he went, you know, he was in his human body, so he went on and did something else. But we, he's with us now. And you don't have to wonder. And he's not hiding himself. He's not hiding himself from you. He's opening himself up to you. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. 
You can contact us by phone at 604-594-7327 or you can write to us at Unit 2A, 13139 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3W3B1.